Ball and Play 2 presented by DraftKings is underway. Head over to our Warehouse Games channel to see all the action from Ball and Play. Get some skin in the game and download the DraftKings app right now. Don't forget to use our promo code WAREHOUSE. That's promo code WAREHOUSE only at DraftKings Sportsbook. The crown is yours. Hello and welcome to the morning meeting. Thank you very much for joining today. My name is Jimmy. Maddie is absent. He's not here. It's another solo episode uh, with just me. It's the morning meeting. It's building John Boy Media. We got some good topics today, some copyright issues that we're going to talk about. We have uh, the factor question because everything here on the morning meeting is brought to you by factor and then some other questions I'll peruse on my laptop. To figure out, speaking of, I will start recording my screen for Rob, who edits these together. So when we do get to the questions, that's to sync up with my screen and some other stuff. He will be able to do that. What's going on, everybody? Thank you very much for tuning in to the morning meeting. I appreciate you and thank you. Uh, subscribe to the channel if you want. That would be very helpful. Haven't figured out how I want to sit yet. Sitting on my leg. Okay. Put the chair higher. Snowed yesterday and that was cool. Uh, and I got a new car and I've been driving that and that was cool. And Masters of the Air episode four was awesome. Uh, delightful. That was the best episode yet. I really, really enjoyed it. Uh, the perspective of them on the ground while the mission takes place. Uh, great stuff. We, uh, oh, and I've been listening to Bruce Springsteen's book on tape and really enjoying that. So there's some updates and, uh, the company, uh, hit its goal in January. So I am happy about that. Uh, we actually were above, uh, forecast and goal in January. So good job to the company. All right. There you go. That's the intro. So should I start light or should I just get straight into the meat and bones of it? I'll get straight into the meat and bones of it. Um, we, the YouTube channel, was on two strikes for a while. The main John Boy Media channel. And... If you don't know what that means, some of you just gasp and uh, or were like, whoa, and others are like, what does that mean? Um, if you get three strikes, you're out. Baseball, what up? Uh, no, if you get three strikes, uh, copyright strikes, your your channel's like terminated usually and, and you're boom, done. Everything you worked for, everything you've earned, boom, done. Now, our YouTube rep told us that that wouldn't be the case that we would have, there would, they would have an extension cause we're a YouTube partner and all that to like figure it out. Um, but we did get two strikes and the good news is one of them as of yesterday, gone, we fought it and it's gone. And it's a real interesting side of everything we do. I've been with operating with two strikes, even though I, we're in the right and, and we have to keep going and we have to post like main channel, super unmotivating to just like kind of dance on, you know, the glass there and, and enjoy it. Uh, that tight rope act, Nick Walenda, get out of here, get on my brain, Nick Walenda. 
So someone had asked why like um, our videos were blocked in certain countries. So that was part of it. Um, basically what happened was a company. I'll go, I'll go back further for people that still don't really understand how any of this operates. And I'll, I'll collect my thoughts and try to organize them in a better fashion for you guys. How YouTube works is there are a bunch of different levels of copyright stuff. There's uh, level number one, nothing, no copyright, nothing. You post the video, it's yours. Uh, the AdSense that the video earns from the YouTube money, from YouTube premium, from the skip ads, from the banner ads, from all that that YouTube op, uh, puts on your video, you split with YouTube. And that's, you know, the easiest of it. Then if your video gets claimed, um, the next level is that whoever claims the video, uh, they let it, they allow it to exist. It's, it's, uh, it doesn't get taken down. There's no warning. They're just like, Hey, that's ours. And the money that the, it makes off the ads is split between YouTube and them. And that's common. Uh, and there's these um, bots or algorithms or, you know, uh, copyright detection that just automatically happens. Like you could, you could post it and as soon, before it goes uploaded, it's boom, gotcha, this is ours, you know. Just actually happened to me on Breakdown I Posted where like they, they, and they tell you the amount of time. They're like from 10 seconds to 38 seconds, that's our footage. So we get all the money this 10 minute video makes while well, we split it with YouTube. Um, so that's level one of copyright claiming. That means your video got claimed. Now you can also, your video can just get blocked. And that's when whoever uh, the rights holder is says that's our footage. And we don't even want to get the money that this would be making on YouTube. We're just going to tell you, you have to, t it's blocked. This cannot be seen. Uh, get out of our faces. You're done. So that's the next level. Uh, the third level would be, this is blocked. You can't post this. And we're going to put a strike on your channel uh, for doing so. So it's like a heavy hand. Basically, like we're, we're suing you. This is not allowed. S slams a table. A lot of places don't do the striking. A lot of places that do the striking have no idea the ramifications. Actually, to be honest with you, a ton of these leagues and companies um, in the sports world that we've come to know don't, maybe they're up to speed now, but back in the day had no idea. Like in 2019, um, I we were at a function and I met with uh, someone from MLB's YouTube and she was like, so what happens when we claim it? And I was like, well, you guys get all the money that the video makes. She was like, all of it? I was like, well, YouTube and you guys and the creator gets none. She's like, really? That stinks. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's how my son says, yeah. And I can't stop saying it like he does. Yeah. So, uh, and then, yes, yeah, some other, like when uh, Game Show Network um, striked us for watching Baggage, um, they just didn't really know. What does it mean? What Three strikes, delete your, what does that mean? Like, they don't know what they're doing and and when you're on the other side of youtube like we have it right so if like someone was to post repost the warehouse games we would get notified hey we found this uh id match um what do you want to do and then you get to say like 
let it be, uh, don't claim it, uh, hey, send them a takedown notice, like you get to act on it. So I understand how the back end works. So some, sometimes these places are just getting like in their back and they're like, hey, we noticed this copyrighted, what do you want? Like we noticed they were using your footage and what do you want to do about it? Here are your options. And one of them is like, tell them to take it down and um, like strike them. Like they don't let you know what it actually is. So sometimes they just click that, right? And it sucks. So then you got to try and YouTube is just like an intermediary. They're not going to rule on anything. They're like, you got to get in touch with them and work it out. So that's, that's how it works um, usually, the levels of it. And some leagues always claim um, they have like high detection on uh, where it's like five seconds. Nope, that whole entire video is ours now. Uh, other leagues um, have worked with us. We always, always want to work with the league. Um, but we also operate under fair dealings and fair use. The, the first thing I did when I, the very first investment we got back in 2019 was 300 grand. And I used a solid chunk of that right off the bat. And I hired um, copyright law, lawyers in a law firm uh, to do a deep dive on everything I was doing. And then I sat at this big table with all these lawyers um, for like hours and they debriefed me on everything, gave me the paperwork, went through videos, this, that, this. And it was awesome. I learned a lot. So that was like, I went to copyright school and I still, you know, we stay up to date with it and we are, have lawyers that we talk to and all that. And they were like, the breakdown videos are fair dealings. Like you're transforming that. It's not replacing a game. You're, you're adding context. You're taking multiple broadcasts, multiple angles, rearranging them. Uh, most times it's, you know, uh, two minutes of a game uh, that lasts three and a half hours. So they gave me all this paperwork or this um, counterclaim to write and it was basically stating all that, like this in no way uh, hurts the market because it's just going to help people get interested in your product and uh, consume more games in the future. And it doesn't replace the game because I'm not doing like uh, a recap of the full product showing you all the best plays, all the hits. And I'm, I'm adding voiceover, rearranging the order, critiquing is, is a big part, reviewing it, uh, making fun of it. So like, they were like, you're good. And I was like, okay. So, um, um, so that helped for a long time. But this was a whole new situation because the two strikes came from two different places um, outside the U.S. And one of them was a, a video, a baseball breakdown from 2021. So it's been out there for two, three years uh, in the last three years, it has accrued like 500 views. So it's not even getting a lot of views. But this um, international network has the rights to broadcast the games in their region. So when we upload to YouTube, we don't restrict where it's getting sent. Um, and it is able to be seen in this country. And... Uh, so that was one thing. And then we looked up, technically that country does work under fair dealings, but it's kind of hard. There's like countries that really work under the same fair dealings as the U.S. And then there's countries that don't. And 
so we were like, all right, so that's what we can do for now as we have to be delicate. It's just like restrict it to countries we know that operate under similar fair dealings as the U.S. Then we tried to get in touch with them and let them know like, hey, like this is old, it's transformative. Um, like, Can you like change your strike to block? Can you change it to claim? That's what you have to do. You kind of got to figure it out. Like which game show network... We had a pretty logistical conversation and they were like, okay, like understand. And then we paid for the rights for the next one. But even that was fair use, uh, whatever. Um, uh, so basically this company we were in touch with and they were responding and then they just went dark and like never responded. And our counsel said, you have to counterclaim them. Like you have, like you have to say, if you don't prove that you're suing us, we're going to sue you because you unfairly claimed this. And so we did that. And then they had a uh, ample amount of time to respond and say, uh, here's proof. We are suing you. You know, we stand by it. And they didn't, they just like, were like, all right. And let it go. And now we're free from that strike. Uh, the next one, I'll talk about that whenever it happens, but I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to like, um, attack any any league or entity or network because I I, I want to work with all of them. We want to be friendly. That's, you know, on our wall, it says don't burn any relationship that hasn't been built yet. That is what we want to do. So, you know, while we use our lawyers and, and, and make sure we're operating under what they say is uh, defendable when um, play by the rules, a lot of this auto detection doesn't fully play by the rules, but I'm not in, I'm not, we're not building this company trying to just fight with people um, over it. So our first step is try to like work with people and understand it, but under the pretense that like what we're doing is fine on, on these videos, the fair dealings, the breakdowns and all that shit. So that was a relief, like a big relief for everyone because operating with two strikes is uh, scary as shit. Operating with one stinks. Still don't really want to do it. Um, the good news is, a lot of the bigger leagues and networks are really like starting to work with us, build relationships, like um, have meetings. Courtney's doing a good job of like, you know, meeting with everyone and partnering and building trust and letting them know, uh, you know, we'd love to work together. Like let's, let's figure something out. But sometimes they don't even know how to help us or, or, you know, that's the next step is tough sometimes. So I'm not trying to throw anyone under the bus. I'm just trying to give you guys some insight into like the last, 30 days of stress for Maddie, myself, leadership team. And that was a big relief to get it to go away. And it sucks that we had to like threaten the Sue or like prove that you're suing us to do it when we tried to email them and talk, talk about it for a while. But yeah, it didn't even really make sense that they did that because they would have to, I don't even know how that comes to be on their end. Like they would have to actively go out and find a video from 2021 that again, it had like 500 views in the last year. Or they just for the first time checked their back end of YouTube where it tells you, cause like we don't even check that and it tells you. And then they just said, yeah, let's, let's fucking tell them to take it down. And they did it. Like, that's what I'm always interested in. Sometimes you can, you can see that they manually did it or that it was auto detected. And the auto detection is very interesting because back in 2000, 14. Well, I think the video was, I think it was 2007 was the original lawsuit. If you haven't heard about this, where uh, a mom uploaded a video to YouTube, I believe in 2004, 2007 of her toddler son, like dancing to uh, a Prince song in the background. 
and they got a takedown notice. And then the the ruling was that um, to send a takedown notice, uh, DMC for fair use or fair dealings, you have to have um, thought about it. You have to have genuine consideration for was this uh, copyright or was this not? And you don't have to be right. Like you can like have genuine consideration and then still be wrong if they were to find you wrong in the future. Uh, but as long as you considered it, that's step one. And they said that like that person, no one actually looked at that with like a human brain or like uh, 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 computer science. I think they did add that on there. Uh, to claim it. So the YouTube's auto claiming is always interested in me because like you can tell, like I uploaded a video two seconds ago. It got claimed. Um, they said this 15 seconds is our footage. And I'm like, well, no one considered that. Like no human considered that. That could have been, you know, a three hour video. And that 10 seconds um, was in no way treading on what your video was. It didn't give anything away. It wasn't the main focus. We edited it. We changed the narrative. It was parody, so to speak, you know, if it was. And no one considered that. Now, the only difference is I think that's why companies don't do the block or the strike because that's a takedown notice. They just do the claiming, which gets them all money that that video receives. So for people that have like, this is not new on YouTube. Um, and it would take something giant to change this. But I feel like there's always updating these laws and these rulings around it, but they're always updating them with tons of rooms for lawyers on both sides to uh, massage and twist and find their footing. So I don't know if we'll ever get point blank. This is this and this is this. It's always up for like thought. But that is the nature of the game, I guess. I don't know. Like, again, it doesn't hinder us too bad. Uh, we've worked with a lot of leagues uh, talking about it, working through it, or just saying, like, hey, like, this is what it is. Like, it's fair dealings. We, I've, I've, I've sat in a lot of rooms with lawyers and had a lot of meetings. How do I, what do I need to avoid? What can I do? You know, the very first thing they did is, like, hey, if you call them a review, like, blah, 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 a breakdown. If you say a review or, like, a critique, that's better. And I was like, ah, the branding's already kind of like two years deep. So I don't know if I can do that. But they were like, that would really help. Like, oh, interesting. So it's also why like, I try not to like, you know, you can't do like, here's the whole game. Cause that is, uh, people are viewing that for the same reason they would view the whole game. But I don't like doing that anyway. I like finding like one section or one human drama or taking the three different broadcasts that are available and showing you different angles or rearranging the replays to to change what you're seeing. Like that's what I enjoy doing when I make the video. So, um, so that's an update on that situation. Transitions are hard out of topics when it's just me and I don't have uh, uh, Maddie to throw it to. But rambling gets easier, I guess. So there you go. That's uh first update on uh situation. And hopefully the second one we can work with with them and figure it out, I hope. Um has been good like a lot of the uh a lot of the a lot of the cricket um networks or 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 
entities, leagues are are really like working with us, like uh, shockingly, like trying to like do more with us. So they've been friendly. Um, Even though most cricket fans are like, oh, they're going to get you. Oh, they're not going to like this. Like, no, no, they've actually like been friendly and even reached out recently um, to do more together and shit. And I don't know what they want to do. I'm very, very excited to find out. But so... It is leaning way more in the better direction. It was just like randomly we got two at once, and now we're under threat. And that was not fun. Okay, moving on to the factor question of the day, the factor insight of the week. This this show is a lot of insights into the back end of the business, and we put on Twitter asking for, you know, questions, uh, Matching, and we do have one. I chose it. Jason Roos on February 12th. He asked a question on Twitter, and that's our Factor Insight of the show, which is brought to you by Factor. I've been eating a lot of Factor meals in the office. It's so easy. I don't have to think. Uh, I'm a big uh, believer in decision fatigue. The less I have to think about in the day, the better, because I got to make so many decisions, and we do so many shows and topics and all that. Like, if that's not part of my day-to-day, that's awesome. Plus, it tastes good. It's easy and nutritious for you. So I am a, a, a factor connoisseur. Uh, it's the perfect solution if you're looking for fast upscale options done easily, flexible for your schedule. You can get as much or as little as you need by choosing six to eight meals per week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. Head to factormeals.com slash morejohnboy50 and use code morejohnboy50 to get 50% off. That's code morejohnboy50 at factormeals.com slash morejohnboy50 to get 50% off factor. Factor insight of the week comes from Jason Roos. He said, how far in advance are the JM baseball football videos planned out? Do you have a shoot day slash weeks when you film a bunch of content, then have off time when you plan out the videos? Just curious about the behind the scenes of the videos. I chose this question because I thought it was a good question, and I thought I could answer this kind of in full and really show you how we operate. There's tons of different programs to plan shit out there's monday which we do use um i don't know there's a lot of different like programs to plan stuff out i like google sheets my brain computes with google sheets so for the warehouse sam and i have a master thing i showed this on the warehouse video where we have our release schedule and our record schedule two different tabs so if uh if rob is showing my screen right now I'm scrolling down the release schedule, which shows you when things are going to get released on each day. And then the record schedule is a separate tab. So like I can go to this week, February 14th, and we actually are recording nothing in the warehouse this week. It's getting set up for ball and play. Next week, we have ball and play broadcast test. The week after that, ball and play broadcast test. And then on March 7th, we are filming ball and play tournament too. Very excited for that, that it's coming up and we're doing that. Um, now we took this structure that I built out a while ago and we use it everywhere else as well. So you asked about, uh, Jumbo Media Baseball. I am not in this sheet a lot and I hope I'm not spoiling anything for them too bad, but they have a very similar formula where I can see February 14th. I can see that, uh, this week we have NLE strikeout draft, rotation resumes, shuffleboard, and who am I? With Jake and Joe's, Jake's O'Rourke, so the whole thing. So they've all been filmed. You can see that they were filmed on January 24th, January 22nd, January 22nd, January 26th. You can see what ads they have them, and then you can see when they were edited on. 
And we have all the way up until Wednesday, March 20th. There are some blank spots here that need to be filled. But like, yeah, there's one that's already been filmed, uh, hasn't been edited yet uh, for Wednesday, March 20th. So they're getting ahead. John Boy and Jake TV, similar situation. We have um, up until March 6th filmed on Watching Guts. Uh, there's a plan we need to get in the middle that would go out on February 26th. Um, we have this week done. We have the next week done. We're filming today to get like the ones in red, which we need. Um, so that's the system we use for a lot of shows. I know that they built one for gaming as well, but yeah, that's kind of how we organize it. So some things are, we, we categorize things in the two buckets topical or not topical you know timely or not timely can we bulk record this and get ahead and give the editors uh wiggle room you need some you need that so like the jm baseball you have the trivia ones they don't we don't have to be chasing our own tail every week on those let's get ahead at one point talked about on the show we were chasing our own tail we were getting behind it was crunch every week so what we did maddie actually systematically like paused Okay, let's pause ref guess. Let's pause this uh, trivia game. Let's pause this. Let's take a week off. And that helped build a, uh, a back catalog. Like, let's pause and give ourselves time and build the back catalog so we can, like, get ahead. And then you have baseball today, football today. Those are a race. You, you want to be topical. You got to talk about what's happening, and it goes out right away. Talking Yanks, talking baseball. So um, a warehouse we can get ahead on. So that's kind of how we, like, we just filmed something in the warehouse that's not going to come out until August. And that's going to be a fever dream when I watch it because I'm going to forget everything that happened. Tried out a new game. Most sore my body's ever been after a warehouse day. I mean, I felt it for the next three days. It was uh, Baseball 5, which is popular. We did our version of it. We did a four-game, five-game, five-game series, three-game series. Played a lot of games. And my hips, oh my God, I felt like an old dog the next three days. So, good question. And good answer, if I'm being honest. Showed you all the goods there. By all the goods, I mean our Google Sheets. All right, so now I'm just going to go to the YouTube back end. And I'm going to filter all the comments by contains questions. So, if you guys asked a question and forgot to put a question mark in there, your fault. And I'm going to make it big, Rob. Sorry if I just screwed up your back-end edit. Question for John Boy. What genre, what genre do you get recommended on your streaming places? I feel like it's not country, but it's also not not country. Solo voices plus guitar. What genre do I get recommended? Like singer-songwriter folk-type genres? Slow? Anything slow? Is there like a way to figure out what genre you get recommended? I don't know. I don't really use the recommended part anyway moody mix country mix folk and acoustic mix indie mix caroline spence mix jure mix so slow slow thoughtful lyrics music sports talk with jordan said why did shea station have to end initially i know it's back but are you able to share why it stopped for such a long time if not thanks there was a we needed to get uh, our footing at that time. Like we, everything that was like making money and doing well um, 
we needed to like hammer home. And Jolly's time was best spent doing the trivia and doing Jolly Olive and really organizing that. He got it to a, a good place where it's like I just showed you the schedule. We were chasing our own tail there. And it was like, hey, this is like winning for us. It's doing really well. We need to pause everything else and focus on this. And then um, and then do, do uh, Shea Station correctly in a way that like it's set up to be something that can be profitable in the future, which it wasn't before. Um, that was kind of That was at a time where a lot of things got paused and reshuffled. Uh, the media landscape was looking dicey last summer, and we had to get like really ahead of it, and we were able to. Uh, April, May, June-ish last summer, it was shaky place. Um, with Barstool signing a deal with DraftKings, do you think this will affect the future of John Boyd deal with DraftKings? No. We signed a long-term deal with DraftKings. We... No, I don't think so. I mean, they have deals with a lot of places. What's going on with Weekly Dumb? I don't understand the question there. Um, now, not, not enough context. Episode came out yesterday, made me laugh. Okay. Um, how do accounts like Talking Yanks, Talking Baseball go about posting game highlights within minutes of them happening? Well, a lot of times we're embedding from the networks these days. Uh uh, so like as soon as those accounts tweet it, we embed the video and post it ourselves. But if it's something that doesn't get shared and we think it's worthwhile, uh, and short enough and, you know, uh, we will, uh, there's like, um, like, um, record your iPhone screen, send it out, <laughs> you know, like that's how, um, but we're much more we're using embedded clips from networks that they post and then we embed and share with our caption all that. Uh, fantasy ba- I'm looking to get into fantasy baseball. I enjoy more I enjoy baseball more than football. Wanna know and want to know more players and expand my analytical knowledge game. Have you ever thought about having a fantasy channel show? Uh, we have. They don't really do that well. We did have a bunch of them. Jimmy, you usually wear number 14 on your warehouse jerseys. How did you settle on that number? Uh, I was always number 22, loved number 22. When I played high school hockey, I was a freshman on the varsity team and a junior had number 22. His name was Kai and I couldn't take it from him because I was a freshman. He was a junior and 14 was available. So I chose 14 and then I liked 14. Um, and I've stuck with that. Hey, Jimmy, big fan of talking baseball. One thing you guys say a lot is you guys know your team better than us, so tell us if we are wrong. Have you ever considered a roundtable of other podcasters from other teams? Yeah, I mean, like in a dream world, um, talking baseball would be fun if like all the TPPs, we had a beat reporter, but the timing on that is impossible. Like we had, Jake and I have like an hour a day to do talking baseball, so getting guests we're not flexible enough because we don't just do talking baseball. And if we just did talking baseball, our ceiling, our creative itches wouldn't be fully like be reached or high. So that's kind of the rub there. And I, I think the show's best when it's the three of us. Um, I don't really like round table. It would be way too much logistical nightmare. If you thought about having a second warehouse channel just for pre and post games, to avoid losing views on games. Oh, that those don't hurt. If you're talking about last week when we were talking about um, days before the next game, we like last week we talked about how 
posting game one, and then the very next day, game two hurts game one because once people watch game two, they don't want to go back to watch game one. Um, it has nothing to do with like other channels. Like we post the post game the next day. That doesn't hurt game one. It's just as soon as the next game comes out, people don't go back. Majority of people do not go back and watch the previous game. Sports. So if you if I watch Saturday's game of the Yankees, I'm not going to go back and watch Friday's game afterwards. So those don't hinder the stats we were talking about. And if we put them on their own channel, it would just die. Die on the vine. Hey, Jimmy, with your newfound love of cricket, how excited are you for the T20 World Cup coming to the USA this summer, along with the Caribbean? Have you thought about going to any games, Eisenhower Park? Yeah. I mean, I went to buy tickets. They're like 700 bucks for the worst seats. So um, ICC has gotten in touch, like I was alluding to earlier, just... And uh, so have some other cricket entities and stuff. And if I can get media passes, if we can build content around it, I'd love to go. So it's not totally up to me. But uh, the tickets are way, they're like crazy expensive. Um, where can we find the BIP public stat sheet? You go to tinyurl.com slash BIP stats. What are your thoughts on the new generation of podcasters such as Backstage Media and Between the Bases starting their podcasts at a young age? Uh, that's awesome. Good for them. I hope they're having fun and enjoying it. And if they're really young, just have fun and enjoy it. But I haven't, haven't indulged in those. I'm not familiar. But anyone starting to do a hobby young, I started filming and editing videos when I was like 12 years old just for fun. So just make it just for fun. Uh, is your goal for the company to get to the point where you have less of a role in the day-to-day operations and focus on content or will you always be hands on the business side? I'm pretty out on the business side right now. Courtney, uh, COO, she handles a lot of that. We talk to each other about stuff and me, her and Jake are always in constant conversation, but I'm not really in the day-to-day of it. I manage the creative side of house. So like I'm head of like editors, um, social team, creators, and we have meetings on that side. But but I have way less a role over there. Not till the end, you know. Talked about Phoebe Bridges on Boy Genius on the show before. Feel like a good topic following Boy Genius recent Grammy noms. Do you have a favorite Phoebe song or favorite Boy Genius song? Oh, I mean, I like a lot of all of their music. The first song that of Phoebe Bridgers was um, the YouTube uh, for Funeral, where she's got like really white hair. I love the way her voice sounds there. Because I like the live performances better. It's not all the layering. Uh, on NME, the Basement Sessions. I won't play it. Um but yeah, this version of Funeral is like my favorite. And then recently, Boy Genius did um, Strong Enough. They did live on some, was it BBC? They did a version of Not Strong Enough. Live Acoustic, maybe? Uh, Sirius XM. 
that I like love. So I like a lot of the live versions better than the, but I enjoy all of it. Okay. And we're going to round out the show with a quick poem from my dude, Roger Granite. And I'm going to flip to a random page. Oh, no, I forgot this book is kind of like in the seasons. So we'll do winter, spring. No, a little too early for that. Um, um, fine, I'll do winter, spring. Winter, spring. No, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to do this one. Flyer man slash dancing girls. This is flyer man. Slash Dancing Girls by Roger Granite. The ageless man hands out blue flyers on the corner to come see the topless dancing girls. And passing, I wonder what he wonders and what did he want to be when he was younger? Because no one grows up wanting to be a flyer man. And where will he go when the last one leaves his cold hand on the corner, which is covered by now blue snow? And what about the topless dancing girls? I don't think that shows off why I like him as a poet. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do, I'm gonna find generations. Oh, we did that and it made uh, Nikki cry. The circus ride. As a kid, his old man bought him one of those painted turtles that you can't buy anymore at the Ringling Brothers Circus, and he held it in his hand by the heater in the new '55 Chevy almost all the way home until the shell got soft somewhere near the end of the Lincoln Tunnel and it stopped moving before the turnpike toll. But the old man didn't yell, more grunted, or maybe even laughed, and just dropped the painted turtle out of the window near Bayonne and lighted up another Pall Mall. Damn, turtle death. Fuck. You know, that's how we were ending it. Dude killed that turtle. <laughs> little boy, little boy killed, <laughs> little boy, ha, little boy killed that turtle. Just fucking heated it to death. Tossed it over the bridge. Damn. Roger Granite. We usually go to him for wholesomeness. Instead, we got uh, topless dancers and dead turtles. Make that the name of the title. Don't do it. Goodbye. See ya. Appreciate ya. Subscribe to the channel if you're still watching at this very moment. Goodbye. Ball and Play 2 presented by DraftKings is underway. Head over to our Warehouse Games channel to see all the action from Ball and Play. Get some skin in the game and download the DraftKings app right now. Don't forget to use our promo code WAREHOUSE. That's promo code WAREHOUSE only at DraftKings Sportsbook. The crown is yours.